Spring is here, and that means one thing. Pickleball season is in full swing. I'm just kidding. Everybody knows pickleball season is year-round. So maybe spring means two things. Because baseball season is here, and the Atlanta Braves are looking to defend their World Series title. Should be a lot of fun, even though we will miss Freddie Freeman this year. So on today's show, we're going to discuss some similarities between baseball and playing for retirement. It's time for the My Retirement Clarity Podcast with Lee Perkins, financial planner and president of JL Perkins Wealth Management. Get ready for a good dose of inspiration, simplicity, implementation, and of course, clarity on how to successfully prepare for retirement and grow and preserve your wealth. Here's Ben George with Lee Perkins. Welcome in. Glad to have you on the show today. And you know, we're, we got a good one planned for you. Lee, are you a baseball fan? I am, yeah. It is spring and so baseball is here. Well, this episode of My Retirement Clarity is going to be all about baseball and retirement planning because there are some principles you can take away from baseball and actually apply them to finance and retirement planning. I think it'll be fun, a, a different twist on what we talk about week to week. So I'm excited for that. Um, and we're going to get into that today with along with a mailbag question as well later on in the show. So stay tuned for that. Lee, I heard you just got back from a pickleball tournament. I know you, we always talk pickleball on the show, but how did this tournament go? Did you have some success? How was everything? Yeah, so so I had a pickleball tournament two weeks ago in Opelika, Alabama. So it's a just a fantastic uh, complex there, kind of a covered area. If you've ever seen it, I, I've never played there before, but it was really, really cool. We did not do very well there. I didn't play with my normal partner, play with another guy who played very well, but we played in a higher division. Uh, so we did not do very well, um, but it was a ton of fun as pickleball always is. But this past weekend, my normal partner and I played in another tournament um, and we, we've won that one. We got the gold medal, went six and oh in it. So yeah, I mean, it's so, it's so much fun. It's so much fun. So it, you know, if, if you're a listener to the show and you've never played pickleball, man, just, I would encourage you to get out and, and give it a shot there. They're, it's popping up everywhere. And it's, you know, fastest growing sport in the country is what, is what they tell us. How many people showed up for that tournament? Give me an idea of how big it is. Yeah, so for the tournament in Alabama, there were about 500 people there, oh, between wow. 450 and 500. So, oh, that's pretty big. yeah, there were some, you know, players kind of from all over the Southeast. Huh. It was a pretty big tournament. Now, you know, a local tournament, we're having one this weekend in Macon. It's called the Pinkest Pickleball Party on the Planet, <laughs> just in, in line with our Cherry Blossom uh, Festival here. And we'll have uh, between 250 and 300 in it. So, wow. Yeah, it's a ton of fun that's awesome yeah i I didn't realize i knew it had been growing pretty fast but those those are huge turnouts and it's pretty pretty remarkable that you have an event almost every weekend it seems like right now yeah it pretty much right now is you know sort of the pickleball tournament season starts pretty much in january and goes it'll go you know throughout the fall it slows down maybe a little bit in the summer just because it's really really hot uh, and it's tough to be out in the middle of the day playing in the heat especially here in the south I got you. Well, summer's the time to play baseball uh, every year. It's, it's the pastime, America's pastime. And we want to talk about baseball a little bit as now we finally know there's going to be a baseball season. The Braves will be back in action again this year, defending their World Series crown. But we want to talk today about why and how baseball is much like planning. There's some great principles from baseball that you can take and, and, and help you lead to retirement and financial success. So we're going to talk about that today on the show. We're going to put everything up online at myretirementclarity.com. So please make sure you visit 
the website afterwards. And again, as always, if you ever want to schedule a meeting with Lee, best way to do that is talkwithlee.com. Just visit that website and boom, you can find a time on the calendar that works for you and uh, and get on Lee's calendar as well. So again, talkwithlee.com. All right. So today we're talking baseball and let's lead off with one that I know, you know, for most people that watch baseball or fans of baseball, they love to see the home run, right, Lee? That's that's what we want to see. Yeah. But when it absolutely. comes to the planning and having success on the diamond and with your retirement, it's not all about home runs, right? It's about doing the little things right and doing them consistently. Exactly. And I think this is a pretty cool comparison because, you know, society tells us that that we should hit home runs. You know, chicks dig the long ball. Uh, you know, if, if you're not hitting bombs, so to speak, you should be. And so that's what they tell us. Um, you know, if we're talking a little bit about baseball, it's all cyclical. You know, during the steroid era back in the, the late 90s, you know, Major League Baseball sort of turned its back on what was going on because they enjoyed the the growth of the game when when McGuire and Sosa were having their their battle. You know, back then it was a ton of fun. It was a, a really good time for baseball. But then things sort of changed a little bit and base hits became more prevalent because it got rid of steroids. And so, mm-hmm. you know, now here we are again nowadays, base, you know, home runs – are more prevalent in baseball. And so, you know, home run is, is the king again. So uh, all you ha- kind of have to do from a baseball standpoint is look at how they do stats nowadays. They they used to show spray charts on where people would hit balls and those yeah. kind of things, but now they're showing long, launch angles and, and, and bat speed. So, you know, that's kind of the – the the baseball comparison to what the financial media does you know what they do is is no different you know they they operate for us now on a a 24-hour cycle and they they've got to fill that time with some type of highlights and so you know who who wants to to highlight a company or or a fund or something that just has steady growth over the long term they don't do that they want to show a company that's it's had a great day or it's had a great month or even maybe just a one year great return. But they, you know, they hardly ever come back and report on that same fund the next year, maybe when it when it went south. You know, it's natural. We all love a winner, but but sometimes those winners turn into losers. And so, Ben, this is one of the, the primary reasons I don't do individual stocks. We've talked about that on the show before um and also don't obsess over short-term results Uh because they don't mean anything they really don't and so as we sit here to record this show we're in mid-march uh you know the stock market is down about 10 percent year to date but it's normal the market goes up and the market goes down Um, you just can't simply hit a home run every time because if you do you're going to strike out a lot and we've got to mix in some base hits now that you know now and again and so i think that's a pretty pretty cool comparison on the whole baseball scenario it's not always all about home runs yeah i know we we even call them home runs a lot of times in finance right like you're looking for that next home run you even call it that specifically when you're looking for that stock that you want to try to pick or you know whether whatever it is that you your friend told you about and you were hanging out last time that that hey you need to hit a home run with this you know it's funny how accurate that is but it's so true with uh with financial planning Yep, you got it. You got it. All right, what about number two here on the list? Uh, it's not all about appearances. So you probably, if you haven't read the book, you've probably seen the movie Moneyball, right? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hadn't seen the movie, but I have I have read the book. It's been a while okay. ago, and Moneyball is one of the movies that I think, man, I need to sit down and do that. I just, I just hadn't I just hadn't done it. Yeah, well, it, it was one that got it was really popular. It received thirteen Oscar nominations, had a great cast, and, but it told the story of Billy Bean and the Oakland A's, the way they built a team, and they did it, you know, away from the traditional methods where, you know, the the scouts would go out and they'd watch players all all over the place and. Make sure they looked the part, right? They had the right build, the right speed, had the right tools, so to speak, where Billy Bean was all looking at data and analytics and, and the numbers. And that's the same with retirement planning, right, Lee? Things might look great. They might be the next big thing. They, they might have a ton of potential. But when you get down to it, it's so much more important to be paying attention to the numbers and placing that emphasis on logic and math rather than emotions like fear and greed. Yeah, yeah. This this is a pretty good one here, and, and we could go a bunch of different ways here, and I'll kind of jump into a couple of them. Maybe the the first one that I thought of is sort of what the industry, you know, kind of the industry that they definitely paint a picture of of what a a, fi- a typical financial planner should look like. Um, you know, you think about some of the the money magazines and things like that. It's always been an older guy, maybe a gray haired fellow that that looks very wise. You know, and I get it; they want to portray that sort of image to potential prospects and things like that. I think Fisher Investments is now doing a pretty good job with with a commercial showing female advisors as stars of their commercials. And that's probably a good thing. You know, there's a lot of good female advisors out there. But either way, they want somebody who, quote, looks the part. Um, I'll kind of tell you a quick story, Ben. When I was interviewing for my first job in this industry back in may have been 2006 or 2007, it's about 15 years or so ago, they asked me, what kind of car I drove, as if that really even mattered. Yeah. Um, I was a little surprised by the question, but quickly realized why they asked me that. It's because they wanted they wanted their brokers, and everybody at this firm was a, a stock broker. They wanted everybody to look the part. So kind of like MLB players, you know, back back in the day during Billy Bean's era. They wanted people that looked the part instead of somebody who actually um knew what they were doing. So, you know, I, I guess they felt like somebody would trust and respect somebody that drove a Mercedes, maybe a little bit more than somebody who drove a pickup truck. But, right. but here's what I've learned. That kind of stuff doesn't matter one bit. It's not what you drive or how big your house is. I know a bunch of broke people that drive fancy cars and live in big houses. Um, and I wouldn't want to take financial advice from any of these people. <laughs> so you want to make sure you do your homework, make sure you're working with somebody who's got a great track record of helping people flourish in retirement. And when you talk about the numbers like you were doing, those those things they matter. You know, that the the advanced data and that statistics, things like that that you don't want to worry about when you're in retirement. Let somebody else do that for you. Let a professional who does that day in, day out take care of those things so that you can do whatever it is that you want to do in retirement. And you know, again, don't worry about don't worry about what your advisor drives you know i mean for anybody that's curious about what i drive <laughs> drive i drive a 2018 f-150 i love it <laughs> well, that's hilarious yeah i mean it's so true though i mean a lot of times the people that are the loudest or you know flaunt things the most are often people that are the most insecure about where the what their position is and where they stand they want to look the part rather than actually you know earning it and and and, and living that part so it's so yeah, true yeah. with with appearances and, and money as well. So that's our second comparison there. Hey folks, Lee Perkins here. If you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time, you know how much I hate taxes, and I know you probably do too. Our politicians are completely out of control. Their spending is off the chart. 
and you've got to be prepared for increasing taxes in the future. So we've written a book called Diffuse, Seven Steps to Protecting Your 401k or IRA from the Ticking Tax Time Bomb. You're going to want to grab a copy of this book and learn how you can protect yourself. Then you'll have to decide if you want to take action right now or if you'd rather wait until the IRS changes the rules of the game. Either way, the choice is yours. To get a free copy of the book, just text the word DEFUSE to 478-475-2050. That's D-E-F-U-S-E to 478-475-2050. And we'll send you a free copy. Thanks again for listening. Now back to the show. All right. Our, another one here I like is uh, five-tool players. That's that's often the most common way that baseball will analyze and evaluate a player is based on five different tools. So their running speed, what how, how strong is their arm, do they hit for average, how well do they hit for power, and then their fielding abilities. So those five categories are how you rate a guy. So a five-tool player is the best type of player out there. And I think this is perfectly because when we talk about the planning that you do, um, every day with your clients at JL Perkins Wealth Management, it's all about the five areas of retirement. And it's very similar. Exactly. We got five areas of retirement that we take everybody through. And I want to jump into that in just a second, but I, I want to switch gears and go back to the five tool baseball players. Who in your mind, Ben, is, is like in today's baseball is is like the most well-known five tool player? Who who would fit that I think that, that image right now? Probably Mike Trout in my mind. All I right. think. Perfect. And if you're listening, we did not talk about that before the show. That's exactly who I think about. I mean, Mike Trout comes to mind. And I don't think people realize how historically great this guy is. Um, You know, unfortunately, I think a lot of people are going to judge him by just what his team has done. He's not on a very good team. Uh, You know, he he plays for the Angels, and they're just not really that good. Um, If I think back to, you know, somebody like a Derek Jeter, maybe in his heyday he was considered to be a five-tool player, even though he probably didn't hit a bunch of home runs like Mike Trout does. But, you know, he's considered by a bunch of folks to be one of the top five or seven Yankees to ever play the game. But I don't think he even compares to Mike Trout statistically. But who knows? Yankees won a lot of championships. But Hmm. so, anyway, it's kind of a side note. Yeah, I love Mike Trout. Um, yeah, to, to me, having a great retirement or, or you know, you call it a five-star retirement or whatever whatever you want to call it, means specifically having to address what I call the five years of retirement that you just sort of alluded to. And it's income planning, tax planning, healthcare planning, and investment planning, and legacy planning. So a complete plan covers all of these things. So when you think about income planning, I think it's really important because – Without income, there's there's simply no retirement. And and I'll say this, living on the interest is not an income plan. And I hear that all the time. Uh, markets are down this year, year to date right now, like we just talked about. So there's no interest. So where are you going to get income? You know, so that whole living on the interest thing doesn't always work. Uh, tax planning, you know, this is one of the areas that I think that we're all most vulnerable. Um, and if you don't think tax planning is important, just Look around. I mean, do you think our our government has a spending problem? Sure they do. And because they don't produce any goods or services, the only way they get money is from taxes. And that's why we have to be very cognizant of what's going on from a from a tax planning standpoint. Um, healthcare planning, I, I would say, is is the third of this five areas. Uh, and a lot of people don't take this into consideration. They don't consider how much it's going to cost to get older. And my parents tell me all the time that 
getting old stinks, uh, but it can also be really, really expensive. And so you got to take into consideration, how are you going to pay for somebody else to take care of you when you can no longer care for yourself? And so that's a big expense that you got to take into consideration. Investment planning would be the next area. And, and this is where people spend most of their time because really that's, that's all they know and it's all they, they focus on. And so even with all the intention on their investments, uh, especially at the 401k level when people are, are still working, I see some crazy, crazy things, Ben, when it comes to how people handle their investments. You, yeah. you, you'd not believe some of the stuff that, that people come up with and some of their ideas. <laughs> it's, it's really sort of mind-boggling. Uh, and a lot of it's because of what we alluded to earlier, people listening to the financial media and, and the, the financial gurus. They're, they're marketing to us 24-7. So be very careful and make sure you've got a sound investment plan. And then the fifth area, I would say, is legacy planning. Um, you know, unless you want the IRS to be your biggest beneficiary, you got to take some time to do some legacy planning early on. So right now, while you're still able to do it. So those are the five areas of retirement that we try to make sure that that our clients address ahead of time so that they can do whatever it is they want to do in retirement and have these things addressed in case something happens in the future. Great stuff and great comparisons. And it's, it's fun to take this approach to it. I know a lot of people are excited about baseball right now at the time we're recording this. So it kind of makes sense to go into it and look at it from a little different angle. But maybe next time you go to a game, watch the Braves play, you'll kind of look at things a little bit differently, hopefully. And uh, if you have any questions, again, as always, on anything we talk about on the show or want to get some more clarity or just want to kind of follow up with Lee and, and pick his brain a little bit, the best thing to do is visit talkwithlee.com. You can visit that website, get on Lee's calendar. But if you want to call him directly, you can do that as well at 478-254-3550. All right, Lee, I got a question that came in this week from George. I wanted to run by it before you get out of here today. George says, I have all my retirement savings in one IRA. Should I move some of it somewhere else to be diversified? All right, good question, George. I've heard similar questions before when it comes to diversification and how many accounts you should have. Um, no, you don't have to move it somewhere, somewhere else to be more diversified because inside of your IRA, you can be as diversified as you want. So there's no reason to open up multiple IRAs and have each IRA do a different thing. You just need to be more diversified inside of your one IRA. Um, you know, again, I don't know anything about your situation. I'd love to chat with you if, if you've got specific questions about your diversification. Um, lots of times people just throw that word diversification around and they don't really know what that means. So, um, yeah, George, I would encourage you to get, give me a, a call. I'll be, I'll be happy to, to talk you through that. Or, or if you're, you know, if you want to speak with somebody else, just make sure you get some outside guidance before you make any drastic changes. Great question, George. Thanks for sending that in to us. And uh, again, George and Macon, we appreciate your time today. And if you have a question for us, you can send it in to us. MyRetirementClarity.com is the website. You'll find all of our podcasts there, plus a lot of other resources as well to help you with financial planning. And again, if you want to meet with Lee, best place to start is TalkWithLee.com. All right, Lee, we'll get out of here on that note. Thanks for the time and uh, enjoy talking with a little bit of baseball and finance with you. All right. Thanks, Ben. Go Braves.
Investment advisory services are offered by JL Perkins Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor and insurance agency. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Always consult with a qualified tax, legal, or investment professional before taking any action.